Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, everybody. So happy to have you here on A Free Solution this afternoon. Larry Sharp, nightly the host, a host of the Sharpway Show. But now on WYSL, Rochester, New York, W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira Corning, the Patriot, and W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. Yes, you know it. It's the cool Newark. Reach out to me, 585-346-3000. Yes, you get to use that phone for something other than texting and surfing. You can actually call if people do that. Uh, So happy to have you this afternoon. The thing I want to bring up, and I know there's some stuff going on nationally. I know there is. But I want to focus a little bit today on New York State again. I know I usually do. It is my state. Our budget is out. And you might say, Larry, why do I care about our budget? I still got my own budget to worry about. I got my own household to deal with. Yeah, true. But there is something else. And that is, it's $212 billion. That seems like, I don't know, a lot of money, right? To put it into context... There's only 20 countries and California that have a bigger budget than us. There are almost 200 countries in the world. So only about 10% of the countries on the planet have a bigger budget than our state. I mean, just imagine how big that is. With that in mind, we still have people leaving our state. How much are we going to have to put into this before we realize putting more money at our problems isn't solving our problems? $300 billion? $400 billion? What's the number to where we finally go, you know, it's not working. We should, we should stop this. At what point do we stop? Now, the funny part is people keep saying, well, this is great because we're funding so much. We're funding all these things. It sounds good. They're going to throw money at us. Great. They've been throwing money at us for 10 years. And the money they're throwing at us is our money. It's not like it's somebody else's money. There's a chunk of the money that isn't ours. A small chunk. About $13 billion of our budget comes directly from the federal government. I mean, in this specific case, extra money. And you might say, well, Larry, that's a lot of money. Some of that's magic Fed money. Not all of that is, you know, our money. That Some of that is our kids' money or our grandkids' money. So not all of it's our money. But a huge chunk of it is. And the bigger piece is, if you notice, if any of you happen to see the actual press conference that our Lord Master, His Majesty, King Andrew Cuomo II, all hail the king, uh, did, is he didn't bring up his own issues at all. 
those are gone. Like, just like that. Cuomo's back to being perfect. Oh my God, well done. Many of you got mad at me and you were like, no way, Larry, he's done. He's gone. And I warned you, he is a savvy, ruthless politician. And I said he wasn't gone yet. And you were like, yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's not even close to gone. If you've seen his budget, is heavily a COVID budget. So everything's about COVID. Why is it thing about COVID? Because only he can save us from COVID. Who else can? Right, we're all gonna die if we don't have our Lord and Master taking care of us. And that's why he focused on COVID. But there's a second piece that you may not have noticed. It's a three-year plan. Well, he's only supposed to be governor for another year and a half, two years. Why do a three-year plan? Because you ain't going nowhere. That's the reason why you do a three-year plan. Because you're not going anywhere. You plan to be here to do the entire thing. Yeah, you do. Not only is he not getting impeached, he's running again. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, I don't care. Now you might say, well, Larry, no way. Because the, the, he killed all those people. He killed all those elderly people in the nursing homes, Larry. That's going to come get him. If you saw his budget, do you know who he put in charge of a bunch of stuff? The AG, Tisha James. She's in charge of all kind of stuff. Yeah. Which does two things, which is why he's so ruthless and so savvy. If all of a sudden those things fail or don't happen, he will blame her. I say, see, she was supposed to do this, and she didn't. See, she's corrupt. She's bad. Nobody to do that. So in case he primaries her, I'm sorry, she primaries him, he's got ammo against her. But the same thing he do also. If she does well and shuts up and makes sure that investigation, review, I'm doing air quotes, doesn't go well, he hammers her. If it goes well, he praises her. He now has leverage over her. And that was his entire goal. And it works. it's going to work like magic. I don't doubt that come 2022, he changes his running mate. From Hokel to James. Brings her right in. She becomes Senate governor. If she wants it. I don't doubt it. And he's made his enemy his friend again. Yeah. Really good. But he's still not done. If you saw what's in the budget, and maybe you're paying attention, maybe not, but that's okay. There's a whole piece for nursing home reform. I'm not joking. He literally put this out. Talked about it yesterday. These evil nursing homes. Yep, we got to fix it. And he's actually limiting how much profit they can make. I want you to really understand that. He's putting in there that nursing homes cannot make more than 5% profit. That's the thing. He's going to punish them if they don't. 5%. Since when does government tell you how much profit you can make? Since yesterday. That's, that's the time. You were wondering when that happened? Yesterday. That's when it happened. They can now tell you how much profit you can make. And because... It's the reason why the nursing homes are so bad 
is because they're for profit. I'm not making this up. He literally said this. For, they're for profit. And those for profit, you know, nursing homes, they're the bad ones. So now what has he just done? He's just allowed them to become the bad guys. What a home run that is. Now they can be the bad guys. He can blame them for all the deaths. See, it's all those administrators and those evil, greedy people who want money and stuff. They obviously want to kill old people. Not me. I'm your Lord and Savior. There's no way that it could be me, King Andrew. Yes, no way. It's clearly those guys. So the spin begins. Letitia James is also responsible for the investigation and review regarding his harassment allegations. If you noticed his press conference, all he did was praise all the females on his staff. Yeah, he did. And then put Letitia James in a spot where if she messes up, he can punish her again. So what do you think the odds are that her review comes back that he's done anything that's wrong? No, it's all miscommunication. All miscommunication. And here's the best part. When the questions came at the end of his press conference, the questions, first three, four, five, had nothing to do with any of his scandals. The last one did. He mentioned it. And that reporter got shut down. He dodged the question and then ended the press conference. Done and done. Done and done. Look how good he is. Now you might say, Larry, you seem kind of happy about this. I'm not. I'm not happy about this. He's a terrible governor, a terrible person, and everything he did was horrible. It was just, you could see it. I saw it coming a mile away. I ran against him in 2018. I saw his machine. It's a massive, powerful, ruthless machine. And it did what I knew it would do. It did what I knew it would do. It just shows how broken our system is. In most other places, most, not all, someone taking his heat would have stepped down. Not him. He's going nowhere. We got to keep fighting. It's just what we got to do, guys. So the budget's out. And some of you care, some of you don't. But the biggest piece to remember here is he used the budget as a way to increase his control, to attack his enemies, to solidify his position, and to try to make him even more defensible. Because most of the money he brought in, he's going to be divvying back out. And what do you think will happen if you go against him coming up here? You think you're getting those Biden bucks? You're not. You're not getting those Biden bucks. But there's something else. There's tons of things he's going to put out. He's going to build this and build that and build the other thing and fund this and fund that and fund the other thing. And all that's coming from Albany. What happens if you go against him? You think you're getting that Albany money? No. And what happens when you can't bring all of that money back to your county or back to your district? Well, yeah, now you're in trouble and you're, in, and you're scared. So you're a hardcore Republican. I'm going to fight Cuomo. Maybe not. I'm a, I'm a Democrat who can't stand what he's doing. I'm going to fight him. No, you're not. This is a bigger fight, guys. 
don't let that little hiccup think that we still don't have a war to fight. We're still fighting. Here on a free solution, WYSL, Rochester, New York, 585-346-3000. Back after the break. A free solution. Tends to be a little more conservative in upstate New York, and I think they don't know me as well. It's only been 10 years. How could they know you? Of course not. That was our governor, His Majesty, King Andrew Cuomo II. All hail the king. Um, I'm Larry Sharp, host of the Shortway Show, but also here on A Free Solution. And you can follow A Free Solution on Facebook and YouTube. This show is on five days a week. Cool people like, you know, Kevin Wilson and the super cool Andrew Hollister. You kind of want to be checking us out. So do that to the best of your ability. But right now, WYSL, Rochester, New York, W-E-N-Y, E-N-I, Elmira Corning, The Patriot, and W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. Before the break, I was talking about the budget and how His Majesty has used the budget to defend himself, to control others, to show his power, all those things. True. But there's something else he's done. He's used it for more control. As I said, he decided 5% is as much as a specific, you know, industry can make his profit. And you might say, Larry, that's not a bad thing, right? Let's take care of these industries. They're making so much money, whatever. But here's the problem. If you're savvy, you change the way you do your accounting so you make less profit, but you still make money. Or you become a nonprofit or something like that. You get around it. What if you're not savvy? What if you're just a small business trying to do the right thing and you can't afford high-powered attorneys and or accountants or you don't get this or you didn't even realize you could do it? You don't understand it. You're screwed. As usual, the wealthy get away with it. The savvy make out. The average person thinks, get them, Cuomo, yeah, beat those evil businesses up. And the little guy suffers. Common. Let me grab a couple of uh, comments here. Uh, Joe says, Giuliani Jr. running for governor. Maybe. That's okay, I guess. Sure. Let him run. I think uh, the dude from Long Island, Zeldin, I think he's running too. Look, Look. Let me be very forward. I know a lot of Republicans in Western New York listen to this show. Republicans can't win a statewide election. It doesn't matter who they run. It's relevant. They can run anybody. It's a loss. It's a colossal waste of time and money. Not going to work at all. You're going to throw your money into that campaign for nothing. Don't waste time. Find a third-party candidate. I hope that candidate will be me. I'll be deciding this summer. But only third-party. Democrats are not going to vote for someone who is seen as a Trump supporter, right? If you're totally behind Trump, Democrats in this state are not going to vote for you. It's obvious. You can you can believe what you want. Not going to happen. So they can run 18 guys, 25 guys. Giuliani Jr., I don't care. It's a colossal waste of time and money. But it's fine. Good luck. Hope it is well. So yes. Um, 
Nate says, end the Fed. Stop dumping debt on future generations. Yes, that's the bigger issue. As long as we have the Fed, we keep throwing money into this, into this economy that is going to come back and beat us. Without question, we keep doing it. So, you, yes, Nate, but there's a thing. Some of you may have heard this before. It's called modern monetary theory. This MMT. It's an idea that we can have as much debt as we want. It doesn't matter. Spend all the money. Who cares? It's just, it doesn't matter. I'm not joking. This is a thing. And economists are talking about it. If you care, you can head to my The Sharp Way YouTube page. And I did a segment on it uh, Tuesday, two days ago. If you want to check that out, go ahead. I did a, an hour and I explained the whole thing. So please enjoy if it matters to you. But you're right, Nate. This is actually a growing idea. Most people, particularly on the left, some on the right too, but heavily on the left, think this is our answer to socialism. We'll just keep spending. See, if the money never runs out, socialism works. And that's actually true. They're right on that. If money never runs out, socialism does work. That's true. The problem is money runs out. There's the problem, right? Eventually, money runs out. If I had an unlimited faucet of money, socialism's great. Everybody gets $100,000 a year. Great forever. Awesome. But there's a problem. So, yes. Ah, how are you, Mr. Porter? Mr. Porter says, I've been uh, saying Cuomo will not be impeached too. Yes, not going to happen. Donnie says, they're just going to start cooking the book so it looks like they're losing money. Donnie, you hit it. Thank you. Donnie gets it. And this is my point. When government decides to control big business or business, big business always gets around. Always. I'm going to tell you that you can only make 5% profit. All right. I'll cook my book so I make 4%. But I'm just going to give it my uh, leadership higher salaries or I'm going to buy them jets. And just not call it a, I'm sorry, call it a business expense, not profit, whatever. I'll find a way around it. They always do. But Donnie, you made a, you brought something else up. Thank you. The other piece is he's also, he also wants to give everybody broadband. And that's a good idea. I like the idea of everybody getting better internet. I love it. So he's forcing people, people, companies, you have to give it at $15 a month. That's the amount. So not only is he telling a company how much profit they can make, now he's saying how much they could charge. He's price setting. No worries, right? Not just that. He's saying that when it comes to poor kids, you have to give it for free. I'm not joking. That's in a budget. So not only is he telling you how much profit you can make, he's telling you what prices you can sell your stuff at and forcing you to give stuff away for free. Yes, because it should be a human right, so give it for free. Done. Why would you want to start a business in this state when the government has set a precedent that it can tell you how much profit you can make, price setting, and what you must give away for free? Now, the funny part is, to your point, Donnie, if they have to give it for $15, they will. And they'll set the price of $15. Oh, you actually want it to work on your phone. Oh, 
that's an extra ten dollars oh you wanted to work more than just noon to one on thursday oh that's another twenty dollars yeah oh you you wanted to wait you can actually send and receive you didn't say that that's an extra 25 dollars that's how they do it so they'll follow it but they'll make a tweak or turn it so they can still get their cash but again what if you're just a small business owner and he starts setting prices on you and you're not savvy enough you you're a guy or a gal who really enjoys baking so you open up a bakery so you're an awesome baker but you're not an awesome accountant you're not an awesome business owner you're an awesome baker how are you gonna get around when he tells you you have to sell your bread for one dollar a loaf or whatever he says you can't make more than five percent profit as a bakery in new york state how are you gonna handle that you're not donnie you've hit right on the nose this is gonna help his cronies in big business yet again and the little guy gets hammered the little guy gets hammered like there's no tomorrow clearly right yes Stephen says spot on analysis larry thank you i appreciate that yes i really do i appreciate you guys paying attention and and caring i really do so look the other issue is the the money shouldn't have gone up to the state in the first place right the money should have stayed locally i spoke about that constantly and i still do it does matter anyway larry sharp here on a free solution wysl in rochester enyeni elmira according to patriot wack in newark new york 585-346-3000 back after the break Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website. There hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals but don't take my word for it they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating if your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals give the professionals at simple tech innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations a free solution. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. We will reach greatness when every American is fully engaged. Well, soon we'll be great, I guess. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Uh, yeah, sure. America's never great. It's just, you know, a whatever's country. <laughs> And of course, no price for that. That is the norm. Uh, Larry Sharp, here on a free solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York, 
W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira, according to Patriot, W-A-C-K, Newark, New York. Um, Before the break, I was talking or checking a lot of the uh, comments, I'm getting a lot of comments. Thank you guys for uh, doing that. But it was about the idea of the big players winning and the little players losing, which is still the common piece here. And I'll bring up the other piece that was in the budget. And that was the Office of Cannabis Management. Now, whether you're for or against legalizing cannabis, I am 100% in favor of legalizing cannabis. Always have been, still am. Again, whether you're for or against it, why would you think that we require an Office of Cannabis Management? Right now, or before yesterday, cannabis was illegal. Black market, still in the black market now. Been in the black market in, in New York for decades. Decades been in the black market. Where were all the deaths from cannabis? There would be none, is the answer. There's none. So something that's in the black market for decades, no deaths, we've decided we need Office of Cannabis Management because once we make it legal, then it'll become dangerous. I don't understand that logic. If you're telling me we're going to legalize heroin, okay, lots of people die from heroin. Okay, I get the logic in creating an office of heroin management. Makes sense. I get that. Cannabis, what are you doing? All that's doing is ensuring that his big business cronies will win. Small farmers will be crushed. I can guarantee you to actually start growing cannabis in New York State it will cost six figures. There'll be some six, eight, ten thousand dollar fee to start, which will be non-refundable. And then you have to have what fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars extra for whatever. Right now for medical, it's two hundred ten thousand. So it'll be something like that. How's a small farmer gonna come up with that money? How's a small farmer gonna make that happen? They're not at all. They're gonna keep the black market and that office of emergency management. Guess, guess what that's under? Yeah, the liquor authority. And what do they do? Go around taking licenses, go around punishing people, sting operations to make sure bars pay fines and fees. This office of cannabis management will be exactly the same thing. It'll be a punishment board, a control board. That's what it'll be. It won't be cannabis management. It'll be punishment again, because that's what we do. We even blew this one. What did I say? Regulate like onions. And people laughed. Now we got this. Let me grab a couple more comments if I could. I appreciate all the comments again. It's so good. Joe says, all that money going to Albany shouldn't be taken from local communities to begin with. Yeah, it's what I've been saying forever. The more we localize, the less control Albany has. The less money that comes from Albany, the less control... Albany has over local communities. You know, a lot of this money, hundreds of millions of dollars of this budget are going to be coming through the Empire State Development Corporation, the original ones, the REDCs. All those are Hunger Games. Fight for your money back. We take your money and we fight for your money back. Oh, I don't like what you're doing? No. Oh, I like what you're doing? Here's money. Oh, you, you were anti-Cuomo last year? maybe you don't get any money. That's exactly what it's about. Completely agree. 
So, John uh, says, so the media is calling for Gates. Oh, yeah, Gates, right, to step down, but not Cuomo. Both are clowns, but why the bias? You know why. <laughs> John, I think we all know why. Yes, it's a great question, but I think we know the answer. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, David says, Larry, while we're waiting, what free market solutions that will actually make lives better for people do you have to circumvent this unsolvable political mess? Yeah, I bring it up constantly, right? We can begin to make things better. One of the things that our budget brings is money that we give for childcare solutions. So now the government pays for more childcare. But instead, I talked about the idea of child gardens, allowing nonprofits to take your child for whatever voluntary donation they want, or even whatever rules they want. So if David takes his kids to the park, and I say, hey, do me if I take mine to the park with you? And he goes, yeah, I'll do it. We agree. He and I make an agreement. That's it. And I say, here's five bucks. If they want some ice cream, get him some ice cream. He goes, yeah, fine, Lyra, I got you. He takes his kids and my kids to the park. He comes back a couple hours later, whatever, three, four hours later, gives me my kid back. Life is good. Who's complaining? No licensing required. Instead, David now can take the place of, or sorry, a nonprofit can take the place of David. Hey, local church, VFW, Knights of Columbus, can you take my kid for four hours while I go to work for my part-time job to learn something new so I can be better in the, in the market? You can? Great. How much? Well, we're a church. Um, Sunday is service. Show up with your family. Thursday's bingo. You're calling the numbers. Done. I'll do that. But Larry, they won't have background checks. So don't drop your kid off. It's voluntary. It's voluntary. You don't want to drop your kid off? Don't. Go to the regular license, licensed uh, daycare. All good. But what it does is it builds up community. And guess what else they'll do? If you want background checks, they'll probably do background checks. That's a voluntary solution. That's a market solution, David. I hope that helped. Uh, Christopher says, I hope Larry announces run for New York governor again. If he does, do everything you can to help him make the debate stage. Thank you. I appreciate that. He's the only one that will linguistically go head to head with Cuomo and make a national embarrassment of his majesty to his face. And this is an important point that Chris brings up. If I run again, what do I have to lose? What does Mr. Zelman from, from Long Island have to lose? Everything. Because he's still in politics. Yeah, he loses a lot. I don't. I don't mind. Chris is right. <laughs> Absolutely. So I appreciate that. So uh, Joe says, Biden said the other day, the previous administration took the corporate income tax all the way down to 1%. All the way down is 0%. That's a good point. He didn't go all the way down, Joe. We could go all the way down. Absolutely. I like that. <laughs> That's so good. All right. Um... David says, well, Larry, I tried small business. The government is like the annoying homeless guy from federal to state, except the annoying homeless guy can't kick you out of your house. I would agree. Yes. You, it's, it's a lot easier to get rid of the, the annoying guy than this government. That's absolutely true. I love that. Thank you. So let me move to taxes. 
Joe brought it up. Let me bring this up. In our budget, there were some taxes. There were pit taxes or PIT surcharges. Sorry, there were PIT surcharges. Do you guys know what a PIT surcharge is? Income tax. Doesn't PIT surcharge sound amazing? It does. But PIT stands for personal income tax. Yes. So we're not raising your taxes. There's a PIT surcharge. Oh, way different. I'm so glad we got that. For a moment, I thought it was going to be an income tax increase. I'm glad we're not doing that. We're just doing PIT surcharges. I'm not joking. That's the actual name. PIT surcharge. Now, it's on people who make a lot of money. It is. It's on it's on high-income individuals. But again, that's the beginning. The beginning is, it's not tax. What's wrong with you? Did I say tax? I said PIT surcharge. Come on. It's not about tax stuff. So, so he's doing that. But he's decided to not do an increase in capital gains taxes and to not do uh, an increase in estate tax. Now, for those who don't know, estate tax is only for a certain level. I think it's a million dollars or more. It's something like that. There's some number you have to be above. So the average person who doesn't have many assets isn't affected by estate tax. The average person doesn't have many capital gains. So that's, that's taxes on the wealthy. Well, wait a minute, Larry. I thought they want to tax the wealthy. I thought that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. And that would be a way to tax the wealthy. But his majesty's words were, if we did that, we would actually lose more money. He said that. I didn't say that. I mean, I've been saying that. But he actually said it. Why? Why in the world would you lose money if you're taxing the rich more? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. Because they're going to leave New York. And he knows they will. He knows they will pack up and leave New York. And he also knows if you start hammering capital gains too much, there won't be investment in real estate and the New York Stock Exchange might leave. Yeah, it's what I've been saying. Constantly people are saying, we'll just tax the rich. They'll just pay. Here is a Democrat who openly said, that doesn't work. Cuomo said it. Cuomo said taxing the rich doesn't work. Maybe we should listen? Does he actually have a point on this one? Look, I gotta give it. Every once in a while, he's right. I think he's right on this one. We can make things better without raising taxes. That's all I talk about. There are so many solutions that are free. A free solution. Larry Sharp, right here with you. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. A free solution. If you are upset by what we have done, be upset at me. County executive did not do this. The village mayor did not do this. The city mayor did not make these decisions. I made these decisions. It's not your local elected officials. I know they caused disruption. I know people are upset. I know businesses will be hurt by this. And you didn't seem to care. 
and when we called you out on it, you decided to blame somebody else. What happened? I don't understand. Doesn't make much sense. You should be blaming others. You should know better. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. WYSO, Rochester, New York, WENY, ENI, Elmira, Corning, The Patriot, and WACK in Newark, New York. You know, before the break, we were talking about taxes. I want to go to one other spot here in the budget. He talked heavily about the idea that there will be a tax break, actually, if only SALT is repealed. Those who don't know that has to do with taxes on uh, on real estate, mortgages. So he said, they're going to repeal that. And when they repeal that, then we're going to have a net tax reduction. That's what he said. A net tax reduction, which means the amount of money that New York State pays the federal government will go down. That doesn't mean that your taxes go down. That means the overall number that New York State gives to the federal government will go down if they repeal SALT. If they don't, eh, we're just screwed. (laughs) That's how that works. That's literally what he said. So no tax reduction. He sounded like he was, but now we can also blame the federal government. So he can now, he now has power over all the local people, the local, um, sorry, assembly personnel and state senators Power over them, the wallet. So he's got power over them. Power over Letitia James, our AG, because of the way he put her in charge of things. He's got power over her now. And he can blame the federal government if taxes don't go down. Win, win, win. Look at that setup. Well done. But I go one step further. He brought up something which has been bothering me for months. And I've talked about it on this show. And on my Sharpway show also, by the way, every evening, this Sharpway, 7 p.m., please join me if you can. Check out all my cool Sharpway things on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Facebook, um, sorry, Twitter, following all of those things. The idea that he calls police reform public safety. Just call it police reform. If you want to reform your police, reform your police. I don't have a problem with that. I have two problems with what he's doing. Number one is he's forcing every single police force. There's about 500 separate police forces in New York State. He's forcing every one of them to make changes and to reform. Why? If you are happy with the way you're being policed, why should you reform your police force? If you're unhappy, please reform your police. You're unhappy. Makes total sense. I'm in. If you're satisfied... What are you doing? This is virtue signaling. This is, we're going to change things. See, I'm woker than you. That's what this is. Why are you reforming police forces that don't require reform? And you're forcing it. And he's proudly mandating it. And he's using what I told you, the dollars. Literally, for many of these forces, about 50% of their funding comes from either federal or the state. Now, he controls federal. It all goes through him. Even COVID went through him. Vaccinations went through him. Not required. He chooses that so that he can control who gets what. And if you don't do it, he will have Letitia James, her again. So now she's in charge of cops too. That she will have to assign a monitor to your force. 
and you'll lose 50% of your funding. Imagine you're a mayor, you're a county executive, and you just cut your police force budget by 50%. You got to start laying off cops. You got to start laying off cops. How are you going to look? You think Cuomo doesn't know that? Yeah. He's got you over barrel again. You can lose money. And if you find a way, that's why the monitor's there. Why would you need a monitor and the punishment of the dollars? Because you might be a savvy mayor. You might be a savvy county executive. And maybe you can find a way to still fund your police force. Maybe your community loves your police force and they'll help. Maybe that'll happen. Well, just in case, Attorney General shows up to make sure to punish you. So just in case you are that savvy and you can actually fund your own police force, we'll stop that anyway. We'll make it illegal or something. Put you in jail or something. We'll start an investigation, whatever. But of all these things, he won't call it police reform. He calls it public safety. That is a backhanded attack on the cops. Don't get me wrong. I want police reform. But as you always hear me say, any reform has to always include all sides, all stakeholders. You have to include police in the police reform. Right? You can't just go defund the police. That doesn't make any sense. Can you have actual reform? Of course. I've put up plans for it more than once. But he, but he literally said, when people move into a neighborhood, one of the first questions they ask is, is it safe? So we have to make sure that we have police reform. He's, in, he's implying that the most dangerous aspect of a neighborhood is the police. Why would that be public safety? Also bothers me. Just talk about police reform and let people who are unhappy with how they're being policed reform their police force and those who are satisfied, leave them alone. I'm crazy. I know. I'm crazy. I know. Let me take some more of your comments. I know I'm driving some of you crazy. Yes. David says, keep printing the money. It becomes worthless. Correct. Absolutely true. I, I wish money didn't run out. We could all be socialists then. The, the money would never run out. That'd be awesome. I love it. So yes. Um, Joe says, I heard insurance companies are buying up land to lower their profit so that you make more money. Ooh, that's actually a smart move. There we go. Are you... A little guy who can afford to just buy random lots of land? Of course not. Can large insurance companies do so? Easy day. Yes. Sam says, I can almost guarantee $15 government broadband will have speed and data caps to make it close to useless. Thank you, Sam. You've just expressed exactly right. They'll make it to it. Oh, you want to have more than one email a day? Yeah, that's going to be 25 bucks. But you can have it. It'll just be bad. Absolutely, 100%. So, let me grab this real fast. The ATF of weed is what it sounds like. Ooh, the ATF of weed. That's not bad. <laughs> I like that one, Bola. Look, when it comes to cannabis, we already have a solution. It's already working. People aren't dying of cannabis. It's working. Let's keep it working. Give people an option. Give them a solution, a free solution. Larry Sharp, a free solution. Thank you for today. I will see you all next week.